Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks. Before we get into tonight's episode, I want to remind everybody that we are in fact on that social media at Dinks with Kinks on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can reach out to us. We've had several people reach out just in the past couple days asking us questions or talking about their fetish and we have loved it. So guys, seriously reach out to us. If we cover one of your fetishes, please tell us how we did. All right, and I am your host, uh, John Undera, and with me, as always, um, the very uh, erotic, the very uh, stimulating, the very beautiful Mr. Shep is not Wait, here today. What? I was like, where? <laughs> <laughs> nope, tonight it is just me and the very lovely, very beautiful Miss Rebecca. Oh wait, Shep! Shep, the absentee guy, gets the long, you know, long intro. I get oh, the very lovely, yeah, yeah, just, just Rebecca. Well, because I know he'll hate that. I, I know he'll hate that he missed his very long. You know how much he loves being doted upon. Yeah, you're correct. You're right. <laughs> so tonight we are kind of doing like a bonus episode. You know, we we missed a week, and then and we're back and. Uh, this week, I am out of town, and so is Shep, so we're like, let's record a bonus episode. Yay! Um, <laughs> and I figured I wanted to kind of talk with you about, like, some of our favorite episodes that we've done. And not just, um, not just our favorite to record, but, like, you know, fetishes that we have, like, learned more about since. Like, mm-hmm. ones we have, like, okay, I want to know more and kind of like what the audience has reached out to us and told us about, so. Mm-hmm. And our favorite meme jokes, too, you know. <laughs> that, that has become half our life is just kink, kinky meme jokes. Hey, hold up. I'm coming. I was a little tied up. <laughs> oh. God, now I can't think of any of them, but I'm going I'm to think of them as we go. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, I did want I did want to cover like just with this bonus episode, just kind of cover back. If people have reached out and told us, uh, mm-hmm. just like uh, today, as of recording, we had a gentleman reach out to us today on Instagram and talking about our smoking fetish episode. Mm-hmm. And you know, he just laid out his entire fetish to a, you know to us like what why he really digs it, what he digs, and uh, this person is um, a, a member of the homosexual community. And he prefers watching thin men smoke. And I wasn't, I never thought when we cover the episode that it's not just the smoking, it's who's smoking. Well, it's just like shoes. It's not necessarily just any shoe. It's a type of shoe. It's a color of shoe. It's, uh, everybody has their own specific preferences. Some don't, some like any and all, and that's great. Yeah. <laughs> they're, I, they, I found them pan fetishes. They like everything. <laughs> oh yeah, the pan of fetishes. The pan of fetishes. <laughs> and and so yeah, when he was telling me that, I was just like, well yeah, because everybody has like their type of person. And one thing mm-hmm. I want to ask, and I, I didn't, he hadn't responded back yet, but I was like, is that your type of person that you're into as well? Hmm. Because one one of the things I do is like, you know, I have my fetish. Mm-hmm. And I'm very pan about it. I'm just like, anybody who does it, kind of hot, and I enjoy it. But that's not my type of person. Like I yeah. would normally go for outside of that fetish. 
I'm, I'm not saying that I am necessarily picky, but I'm just saying, okay. This okay. Here's a question for you: Describe okay. your least favorite qualities in a man, like oh, that you're. And I don't, I, don't, I don't want you to. Yeah, just your personal oh. preference. You don't have to, you know, be anything insulting or anything like that. But just like I'm not into like, you know, shorter or taller or hairier, you know, hairless. Um, see, that one's, I mean, honestly, I'm going to be completely honest. It is very difficult for me to actually come up with one that, because I have dated men that are shorter than me, men that have like a foot and a half taller than me. I have dated larger men. I have dated incredibly skinny men. I, uh, I even my choice in women, like my the, my few experiences with women, they've been vastly different. So it's for me, it's mm, the physical attraction. Um, it's mostly about how they carry themselves. Um, I am not attracted to somebody who is it even is just not comfortable in their bodies and comfortable with themselves. And vouchers. You don't like slouchers, yeah, slouch- huh? Well, like, yeah, like they're, or the like workers, or the ones that uh, you can just tell that they're, there's, there's a difference between an introvert and a shy person and somebody who is like, like just not comfortable at all with who they are. There's a difference. Yeah. And so, okay. Yeah. I can, I can get that. I, mean, I can a- I like, absolutely get that. I love boobs. <laughs> who, I mean, who doesn't like boobs? Um, one one of the things. I mean, okay, so this is this is a horrible example for us because I am the same way. Like, I am absolutely attracted to mine. Like, yeah, like I'm yeah. I'm very like uh, typeless. I don't have a mm-hmm. certain type. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said. I don't want to date someone who doesn't upkeep themselves. Yeah. You know, like someone who doesn't care about how they look when they're supposed to. I mean, I, I'm don't get me wrong. I love I love a girl in pajamas, just unkempt hair, chilling, but they still like maintain themselves. Like you know, clean. They wash everything <laughs> they should be washing. Um, I have one that's unattractive. And we all know, and again, it, it doesn't necessarily have to do necessarily with looks as so much as how they carry themselves. The people who, who are like the chads, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, the Chad dude, Bob. bro, yeah. like the one yeah, that they bro. think that they, they know everything and like, yeah. And you, you they have know, those, hey, those mannerisms and the way they, I, mm, don't hey, I'm gonna no. let you finish, but listen, I just dropped my new single. Uh, <laughs> it's totes, it's totes hot. I'm gonna pop my collar, and we're gonna go up and hit the uh, local yacht club. Let's do yeah. this, bro. Yeah. yeah, no, I get that. I'm, I am the same way when it comes to like, you know, personalities. You can't be snooty. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely don't deal well with like <laughs> snooty or judgmental. Just not happy. John, um, I see with the when you're with snooty people, you just try to get more. Don Darrow. I think that that's oh, just what you do. Absolutely. Like- <laughs> absolutely. I make them snood harder than they could possibly snood. Because I want to see if someone can snood too much. Like, I want to see if someone <laughs> can hit their level of snood. I bet that's a fetish. 
I bet that's a kink. Nude? There has to be. Oh, no, like, no. snooty. Yeah. yeah, no, that's absolutely a kink. That very much falls underneath the category of degradation. Because, mm-hmm. like, when, when we talked about degradation, we talked about someone being outwardly offensive to somebody and, like, talking down to them. But part of, a big part of degradation is um, apathy to mm-hmm. their existence. Like that snooty, I'm above you. I'm not necessarily going to insult, insult you, but I'm going to ignore, actively ignore you. A lot of people get very turned on by that. And that was one thing, like I learned more about degradation kink after we were done talking about it. Like really just, it wasn't so much of, I'm going to be mean to you. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a lot of what we talked about, like the verbal degradation, the physical degradation. But absolutely, the the snood, the um, and degradation, like that's the the thing is, yeah, we talked about the basics of degradation, like the mean. But degradation can is like all sorts of variations and sort of sprinkled in a lot of different kinks and and you know and levels and spectrum. Mm-hmm. And that. Yeah, I mean, I will. Don't get me wrong. I am very into a very select section of degradation and and it's mainly it's not even a negative one it's more of a selfish one mm-hmm. like i am very much into being used sexually i was just talking about that today yeah he's just talking mm-hmm. about you how you and i had that conversation about like being used as a fuck toy and i was like after you talked about it i went you know that makes a lot of sense <laughs> yeah. i don't want you to be mean to me about it but I like the fact, like, it's almost, it's not even degradation because it's, it uplifts, is mm-hmm. that I'm attractive enough that you want to use me to get off. I know. I, I feel like as a person who wants to please their person, I think that that's what I would want to. Yeah. It is, it is absolutely one of those things where you, when, you, when you're with a partner and they're like i'm just gonna get off on you like using your genitals to get off with or using your face to get off with because of your skill still falls into the category of degradation but i'm sorry that's kind of flattering it really is if you think about it it's yeah i mean it is is. (laughs) yeah and i'm like okay there you go there is my connection to degradation but it's degradation but it's also a little bit of price like if you, it's like it's that it's that wonderful mix of both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the peanut butter and jelly. Like use me, use me to get off and like yeah, like use me as your fuck toy. But you, I am so good that you, that wanna you use want me. to. Yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, and that's how I live my life because you know you know me and my inability to take compliments and take praise. Oh my god, but you're so good yeah, I at know. it. Shut up. Um, But I do like being helpful. Yeah. And I'm like, that's it. That's my, that's, that's that kink right there is I don't want you to tell me I'm doing a good job, but I want you to let me do my job. Like, let me do the crazy shit. Just don't tell me how good it is. I didn't realize how deep my praise kink went. Like, Really, I didn't realize how deep it went 
until I started, until I was, like, we went over it and I was vastly aware of it. Like, it's just one of those. So when I complimented you the other day for coming up with the BSPN logo and you got a little flush, were you aroused? Shut up! <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> because the people who don't know, um, we work for a parent company. Uh, Dinks with Kinks is under the parent company, uh, the BSPN, uh, which you named and you know like we came up with blue skirt boy but you named it the blue skirt boy network and designed the logo for it. you did an amazing job and we had a two-year anniversary uh for the actual company mm -hmm. uh earlier in the week and i praised you on it and it's like no no don't give me any credit but okay. ruth did name it <laughs> and she designed the logo and she did an amazing job and everyone turned to praise her and you could see just her getting flushed. And I'm like, were you blushing or were you like really vibing down there? You're like, ooh, yeah, mama likes. Why can't I do both? Why can't I have you both? Can. I can do yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, another kink that I have a little more appreciation for now that we've covered it mm -hmm. uh, was absolutely like pup play. And like seeing um, how it evolved from one of those, because like you know we talked about a little bit on the episode, but I went dove mm -hmm. deeper because a lot of times we're doing these so quickly that we don't get to right, you know, yeah. research for as long as we want. And then like with mm -hmm. the pup play, seeing how aspects, different aspects came together, like a little bit from this kink pile, a little bit from this kink pile, and it all kind of harmoniously synced up into pup play where yeah. it is what I like to call the Frankenstein of kink. <laughs> because it, there's elements of this kink in there, there's elements of this kink in there, and, and the growing popularity is what kind of formed pup play, and I, yeah. I love that. That fascinates me, the psychology behind that. Yeah, I think, I thought pup play was cute. I think mine that I, um, that I really... I was fascinated with was um boar and i know that was one of our earlier ones and it was yeah. one that um when i first was researching it when i first heard about it i was like oh what is that like like any like if you somebody before somebody you explained it you're just like what is this like what is this thing and the more what's i researched what's this what's this There's eating everywhere and, like people like to be consumed what is this like what is all this but when we got into the kink and you got into the psychology of it and we really dove down into everything that was connected with it I was like I can actually may not be my kink but I I understand it now understand and it's actually it. a very like as a sub and I get all this and it was very much I connected with it and I think that that was my my one where it really sort of opened the door for me to say even though I may not be into it, I really need to come at it with an open mind because I might be more connected to it than I think. And so yeah. that was a big one for me. Uh, ooh. Let's talk about, um, while I'm pulling up my next one, what was, I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast, but the reason you wanted to come on to Dinks with Kings. Because like I said, you, um, uh, we, we were doing the four one, you're like, oh, I get a better appreciation for it. But there was an episode that we did that made you go, 
I really want to be on this podcast because I have that understanding now. And I'm like, I want to be a part of that. Uh, The quicksand one. It was a quicksand one. Um, It was, well, one, because it was something that you were, it was not a mainstream kink. And the way you explained it, it was very... It was educational and it wasn't just, oh, I have this weird kink, here's all this porn. So it was like, here's why I'm into it, here's all these things. And it was advocating for your fetish. And it was advocating it in a way that wasn't like, I'm this weird guy in the basement and I'm into quicksand. You know, it was very much, I like, I was listening to So let to me note, I- very important note, I am the weird guy and I do stay <laughs> in a basement. So, and I have a quicksand fetish. Those are all facts, but. <laughs> but uh, you explained it to where I'm like, I'm willing to try that. I want to try that. Like I, I, it was something I didn't know anything about. And at the end of the episode, I was like, you know what? I might or may or may not be into it, but that's something I'd be willing to try. Yeah. You, you know, and yeah. that's, and I wanted to be on it because it's, Dinks with the Kinks is about addressing these, these fetishes and these kinks that so many people feel. Are, and you were the same way, are, feel like they have to hide because they think that they're strange and they think that they, because they are sexually attracted or they, they get turned on by a certain thing that they're weird or whatever. And we're, we approach it and you approached it from the very beginning as it's okay. It is okay to be sexually aroused by these things and we're going to talk about it and we're going to make it a a just a respectful normal conversation and i think a lot of people appreciate that i appreciate that um you know and so that's why i wanted to be on i will be a part of that no and that's why we wanted to start it and we've had most of the people have reached out to us on social media and they have been great and i again i I want to encourage that i wonder if you're listening to this podcast first off rate it that helps us a lot tell all your friends if you're a member of the kink community share it help us gain followers so we can like reach more people uh but everybody who's reached out and messaged us has just been like you guys made my fetish seem very normal even if it wasn't y'all's fetish it you 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 approached it in such a manner of let's just talk about the science of it or let's just talk about the psychology of it or the hard facts there was no air of judgment to it and we were just like here, here the things are. But we're also positive about it. I mean, I can't count the fetishes that we've talked about that I have no interest in personally, but I have a ton of interest in them for what they are. They're amazing. They're fun. Like balloons, th- balloons. I remember that balloons. that one listener. He reached out to us and he's like, "Thank you for touching." But I was like, "Balloons? I'm not like. I, it's a great, it's a great fetish. I'm not into it, mm-hmm. but it's awesome." <laughs> I derive zero sexual pleasure from it, but I would go to a balloon party every day. In Absolutely. fact, I follow Absolutely. a ballooner on TikTok because their videos are fun. They uh, pop yeah. videos. Uh, it helps that they're very attractive and wear pantyhose while they do so. So I'm kind of like, oh, imagine. There. But I'll watch the ones that don't involve that because the ballooner <laughs> videos are amazing. They're fun. They're like popping them with their feet and they play all these games. And I'm like, this is just the most fun fetish yeah. ever. And that's a lot of these fetishes i might not drive sexual pleasure from it but i would still want to participate just for fun it's like i would like to do this yeah. with somebody yeah <laughs> uh one of the ones that like i thought i wouldn't like and i added to my list to try was like and i remember the, probably the first one was pegging 
Yes. And I actually, the more I have researched and learned about pegging, I, I, cause I remember that episode. I was like, no, I mean, I would do it, but, but I actually, that is actually one that I, I had put on my list of actually wanting to try. And it was while I was researching, and I'm like, this is kind of fun. This is, like, a good, like, role reversal of, like, and I'm a switch. So I'm already, like, borderline. I could be dumb. I could be sub. Uh, but I could though be brown. I could, I could be, be blue. <laughs> I could be violet sky. I could sky. be hurtful. I could be purple. I could be anything you like. <laughs> I sing that when I poop all the time. Um, <laughs> And like I was like I was looking into it. And I was like I kind of want to try this for sexual reasons. It, it w- didn't have any of my interest beforehand, but just the idea of kind of getting into the actual kink of it and the, the naughty bits of it. I'm like that's we that's that's fun, especially if you're with someone who's not necessarily a dom but a switch as well. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a we're just playing role reverse tonight. Like, it's not so much a whole affair of it's something right. we're trying. And that kind of gets me off a little bit. And yeah, <laughs> I love anything naughty and taboo. And if I'm going to put it in, in my partner's butt, they should be allowed to put it in my butt. Yep. <laughs> Turn about to fair play. Flip them over. <laughs> yeah. Do a little flippy flip. And, um... So, yeah, it's just, like, coming across, like, kinks that I want to try now mm-hmm. as we're, like, covering through. Of course, there's there's still stuff that I'm, like, nope, no interest in trying would, you know, are on my no, 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 thank you, no, thank you uh, <laughs> list. But, um, like, furries. I, you know, I dig furries. They're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun to yeah. talk to. They're That whole community fills me with joy <laughs> I'm so happy about them like I just want to make friends with every furry I know and hug them because they're giant stuffed animals <laughs> or they're like they're actual animals but to me yeah. they're giant stuffed animals and I love them mm-hmm. I want to keep them yes and they'll hump you they will hump me I kind of get off on that. Like, you know, like I said, I am not a furry by any stretch of the means. But it's one of those things where I want to try this kink, not because I think I'm going to really be into it, but because I want to have that experience. I want to just really get into and just know the ins and outs of. And I think that's what this podcast has done a lot to me. It's like, I don't think this is going to turn me on, but it's something I want to have that life experience with does that make sense yes yes i mean i i'm the same way i mean the more fetishes we cover the more i'm like hmm that sounds like fun i mean yeah it's it's expanded my horizons and not just this the kinks that i'm into and it's one of those you know you get sort of like anything you get sort of comfortable in your certain kinks and your certain sexual like you, you, so you you're not like oh I'm gonna try new things and then but this podcast for me is like okay we're gonna force you to research all of these things especially as a sub what's a sub like you know what are you into yeah. like let's try some different things and yeah that's so. honestly what this has done for me 
is open my eyes in my level of exploration because some of these mm-hmm. things I would never ever talk you know like yeah. one would try naturally if I didn't have a podcast like the way we select our our, our kinks every well I'm sure our audience is familiar with but we do we put them randomly on a wall and we pick them we've actually now started letting our audience pick them I mean we've always <laughs> done that to me because our audience can uh, come and you know suggesting we've done that in the past I, now we have a I live stream how, I love how you pause there I love it. <laughs> our audience come and <laughs> and yeah, they come and then they come tell us um, kind of what kinks they want us to cover and now we have like we do a live stream every Friday night at 10pm Eastern on twitch.tv slash the Dondera the link is in the description of the podcast and we had our audience build our will they looked up stuff they you know and we don't say audience we say community because like we, we wanted to build this kink community where it's a safe judgment free zone and I think we've really done that with the live stream is mm-hmm. built an environment where people can come and talk about their kink and people are like that's awesome that's not my kink yeah. but I want to know more please tell me more and they kind of guide what we talk about we, we always say what do you want us to talk about is there something you want us to cover do you have questions mm-hmm. what do you got and like they littles. have been so amazing littles yo we did littles. so much on littles yeah I and you know what it, okay you want to talk about like I I didn't realize until we covered Littles, until one of a member of our community, um, you know, suggested we do Littles because she's a Little. And when we started going over Littles, I went, holy shit, am I a Little? Like, I literally said that in our chat. I went, am I a fucking Little? And they're like, if it looks like a nut. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm a Little Little. I have Little tendencies. I'm a Little leaning. A little but. But I think a lot of us, especially on this podcast, and you know, honestly, our profession, the entire company, we all have little little leanings because, like I said, if you catch me editing, I'm watching cartoons. Like anytime that I'm having to do like office work or anything like that, I got cartoons on the so side. Drives my me girlfriend. Too. Like she's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm watching cartoons," and she goes, <laughs> "Ah, cool." Yeah. I thought it maybe means- one of the kids left the tele- television on. I'm like, nope, I put this on. And then I would start explaining to her. Uh, but she's amazing because she's going to throw me a Adventure Time birthday party. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> I'm getting a little birthday party. Um, uh, but if you see my excitement over Squishmallows and anything like stuffed and cute, like the excitement that crosses my face. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah. There, there's absolutely a little, little in all of us. Um, at this mm-hmm. company and on this podcast. Maybe not Shep, because I think Shep is timeless. I don't think he was ever a child. He's like Neb. Yeah. I, I think Shep was born an adult. Yes. And he just came out of his mother and be like, all right, I'm here. Okay, John, I have a question for you. All right, yeah. and, uh, since we're, we're just... What fetish surprised you that I was into? Was there anything uh, that surprised you that you were like, what? Hair. Or hair? Yeah. I didn't know it before we did the podcast. I mean, it's not something that people really talk about. And, you know, like I said, we, the one thing that's always fun is covering our own fetishes. And we try not to, mm-hmm. like, to harp on them. Like, you know, we'll cover them once as they land on the wheel because we'll add our own kinks to the wheel. 
but yeah, I was actually shocked that uh, your fetish for hair, uh, not shocked, but just, wow, did not know that. Yeah, when, I, I, I do have to admit when, like, it's just the hair episode, I was like, ah, do you remember the time when they were, like, all shaving their chests? And I'm like, I, I remember going, why? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, and you didn't even add that to the will. I added that to the will. Okay. And you were like, oh, I, I've got to tell you something. <laughs> this is my fetish. Oh, I love um, hair. I do yeah, and so yeah, that was kind of new. What what about you? Like, what knowing me now, if you had not known my fetishes, what would be the fetish you'd be like? I can't believe you have this one. Mm. Or kink, but like it doesn't necessarily have to be the fetish or kink because you know there are just very distinct things. But. Honestly, I, I think there. I think. You coming out as a switch. It wasn't even a fetish. I think it was just you coming out as yeah. a switch because you were so very much like you're a dom, you have that personality, and then you're like, and you came out as a switch. I was like, oh, well, I mean, I could see it. Honestly, oh. <laughs> that was a bigger coming out, I think, and a slower progression because, you know, I'm also pan, um, which I came out. And you came out as bi. We did it at the same time on a different broadcast. And it was completely just lackluster. It was like, I'm paying. I'm bi. Cool. All right, moving on. And yeah, it was just like, uh -huh. um, But I think the progression of me coming out as a switch was over time, my own self-realization to it. And it was on this podcast because when we started it, it was two doms. Me and Shep. We're doms. We're here. We're doming it up. Being dom stuff. Here we go. And I can't <laughs> right. even tell you the episode where I finally went, y'all, on the switch. Uh, it was actually later. It had to be later because mm -hmm. it was not, it hasn't been that long. No, it, but I know, I know it was in s either at the end of season one or early end of season two. Yeah. Yeah. Because I knew I was feeling those things. And I'm like, I think it was something I learned about myself as well coming out and being like, I kind of want to experience, you know, I want to experience enough of the sub life that maybe I am not the dom that I think I am. Maybe I am in fact a switch because I do enjoy being a dom. I love being dominant. I love being in control, but it's also fun to be like, you know, I could be somebody's bitch. I'd be all right. With that. <laughs> I think this podcast actually confirmed because I always before I knew I was a, a sub but I had questions because I have such a dominant personality outside and I, I was thinking oh I, I'm 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 definitely like a, a switch but the longer we're in this I'm like no I'm for sure a sub I'm like put me on my knees I'll call you daddy <laughs> oh absolutely <laughs> and, but that's it that's this podcast and I, that's what you know what our goal has always been for our audience too is find out stuff you didn't know we've had several audience members tell us even some co-workers tell us i was not aware i was into that until i listened to the episode because they, they just listened to the whole podcast they're like okay yeah one one of our bsbn members i remember very distinctly he messaged me he goes i think i'm into belly buttons really do you tell did he he's like yes i was like oh 
I was like, why? He's like, I, because I was interested when I started listening to the episode. And by the end of the episode, I was thinking, shit, I think I'm into belly buttons. <laughs> well, that's it. How do you know you have a fetish or how do you recognize it if it's something? And like I say, observing, like, I, I will say this, I've kissed on my girlfriend's belly button. Like, I've gone down and like multiple partners, I've gone through the belly button and whatnot. And if I had that fetish, I may not be aware that I had that fetish up until the point someone said, this is a fetish. And we've had audience members come to, uh, who have partners who have this fetish. And they're like, is this a real fetish? Is this like something that's legit? I want to kind of talk more about this as a partner. And I was like, okay, here we go. Let me lay this out for you. First, I sent them the episode. I was like, check this episode out. Kind of like listen to that. And then just... Yeah, it is a fetish. People have that. If it exists, it doesn't have to be sexy. If it exists, somebody has a fetish for it. That being said, this has been a lot of fun, but we are at, like, at that time. We've got to uh, spin the wheel and say goodbye, and we're going to surprise Shep with what we're talking about next week. Oh, okay. We, I mean, I think we have like two things left. He does. He, yeah, there's no way he's listening to this podcast. <laughs> no. Um, uh, that would break my brain if you came back and be like, "I heard what you said about me." I'm like, you didn't listen. Somebody told yeah. you. <laughs> but we honestly have two things left, and I kind of want to do one as um, its own like introduction into season three. So okay. instead of spinning the wheel, we're gonna go with the one that um, it's not going to be the intro for season three, but we're going to go with uh, a good story time. A little bit of... Um, erotica? Spinning a yard. Erotica. I was so excited We're going to talk about erotic literature. And... I mean, I'm talking everything. To the mm-hmm. word, the meaning of the word smut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love me a good smut novel. Smut. Just, oh, give me all that smut. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, I want to thank... Rebecca, thank you for, like, coming and just being, like, you know, silly with me on this episode. Uh, this kind of, like, bonus episode as we're, like, in between seasons and people are taking vacation. Uh, because we don't really take a break break. That's the one thing we don't do on this podcast is we kind of every week i know we missed last week i left an open space just so we were covered for all of our vacations and all of our out-of-town trips instead of missing three weeks we're only missing one so (laughs) um but we're back and we will start the last episode of season two next week the season finale and we're gonna read a story about it yay and and we'll come back strong in season three i'm your host john andero and with me as always is Beautiful, very stunning, and they're very erotically charming, Miss Rebecca. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. And all our love to Shep, and we hope he's enjoying his vacation, uh, even though you. he'll never listen to this. Yeah. Uh, we do miss him, and he will be back uh, next week. So, yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs>